0: Phil, do you want to be on the podcast? Phil shy. <laughs> All right, Phil shy. We go. I don't actually.
1: We, we, we go. <laughs> you you look pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello everybody, you are listening to Limited Playtime, the board game podcast where we bring you board game reviews in 30 minutes or less.
1: Or the next episode is free.
0: But we are at Gen Con 2019 right now. It is Thursday night. Everybody here is super well-rested, super well-gamed. Everybody's feeling perfect. Right, Jason? Oh, yeah. It's stellar. All right. Today, we did our first couple of events, although there wasn't much to talk about, really. I mean, not not too many events. We did one RPG that Jason didn't make it to. (laughs) And then we went and spent some time in the board game geek hot Games room, and we played two of the hottest games of the last year, according to the table that told us that they were so.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were on the table. They had to be hot. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, let's get into it. All right. So, so Jason, how's your con going? You oh, want to tell the people voice. at home
1: how it's going? Oh, dear listeners. <laughs> so, uh, I had a bit of an issue trying to get here. I was supposed to get here on Wednesday. Um, And then I ended up stranded in New York City um, because my connecting flight got canceled for some nebulous reason that was never clearly explained to us, uh, supposedly because of the weather. So then, of course, there was the inevitable scrambling to get another flight, none of which were available until Friday, uh, which meant I would have missed the whole first day of the con. So (laughs) eventually me and a few other... Gen Con refugees that were stranded at JFK decided that we were going to rent a car and drive from New York City to Indianapolis overnight, uh, straight through. And we did. It took us about 14 hours <laughs> straight through the night. Um, and I had already gotten up at like 4 a.m. the previous day to get my very early flight um, to New York. And uh, so by this point, I'm, I'm pretty pretty well wiped out (laughs) Jason
0: was supposed to be at the first event that we had today Uh, our friend Phil is here with us he is shy he is not on mic right now Uh, but he and I attended the Demon Hunters a comedy of terrors RPG which is a a role playing game we've mentioned on the podcast it's one that we've done the last couple years Uh, it's very humorous in nature it can be very silly Uh, so we played a a couple like a, a group of paranormal investigators that are sort of supernatural in nature like one of us was a a zombie, right? Um, like a zombie that has, like, you know, tech skills and stuff like that, right? Um, <laughs> tech yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, like, they were all in a 1990s style shopping mall, which just seemed really odd. And they had a mission from their order, of, it was like the Brotherhood of the something-something, right? And their mission was they were each supposed to get a pretzel from the pretzel shop at the, at the mall. Uh, and that was very, very difficult. And then that whole thing turned into basically, there's weird... Uh, supernatural horrors going on that turned everybody in the mall into, ro- into dinosaurs, and then we're fighting dinosaurs, and then that turned into us being hunted by futuristic you know, man-hunting uh, robots, and then us stealing their weapons, and then fighting uh, robot dinosaurs. Uh, the whole thing was completely crazy and off the rails, and we had a great time. Everybody was laughing their butts you off. You were so. fighting
1: sentinel dinosaurs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we had fun with that. Then we met up with Jason, who had a nice little nap. I
1: did. Yeah, while they were off fighting uh, mecha dinosaurs, I was uh, sleeping. Yeah, but taking a long overdue shower
0: <laughs> if you're into role playing, though, and, and you're interested in something that's a little uh, different from like the typical Pathfinder and the typical D&D stuff out there. I, I can definitely recommend Demon Hunters as an RPG. I think the setting's really cool. Uh, it uses like a modified fate system. If you're familiar with the fate role playing system, uh, it's one that I like a lot for the sort of like narrative part of the storytelling. I don't necessarily like it so much for like campaign style play because I feel like the character progression is not all all is uh, all that great compared to like something like Pathfinder or D and D that gives you a lot of growth options for your characters. But for just like a sit down with your friends and have a good time, tell a story, it's perfect.
1: Yeah, I've always enjoyed the Fate system. Yeah, a heck of a lot.
0: Yeah. So that's what we did. Then we rolled over to the BGG Hot Games room and we played two games.
1: We did. The first one was Terror Below, uh, by Terror
0: Below. Yes, ter- not it, so? not terrible O. No, no,
1: it's not a, a rural juror, juror situation. <laughs> Terror Below. Um, published by,
0: whom Renegade. I right? oh, Renegade. Ren- yeah, that's yeah.
1: right. Renegade Game Studios.
0: Um, so basically what they did
1: was they took Tremors, the movie, from the 80s? Late 80s? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Late 80s, I think. Maybe 1990. But yeah, late 80s, and and early 90s.
1: adapted it into a board game format.
0: <laughs> yeah. A bunch of worms running around, putting, like, ruining your soil, yeah. sir. <laughs> Dropping eggs and... And sometimes eating you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or so, eating your commander, kind of
0: yeah uh, yeah you
1: end up you have like a squad of like different people but
0: you kind of don't you're really just like one person at a time and if and then that person has two understudies essentially they yeah, don't do yeah, anything yeah, until basically. that person dies yeah <laughs> they're like yeah. your seconds or something like that right so yeah
1: so yeah and you basically uh, essentially play the game until all three of your dudes die
0: or somebody reaches twenty victory points, which
1: to me seemed like this is
0: the weirdest game, right? I know, like you're you're like I want to play this Tremors game, Terror Below, not terrible, o not terrible, and and I was like, okay, that sounds cool. We sat down with them, I'm like, wait, it's competitive. This game where we're fighting all these worms, which in the movie, everybody's working together to fight the worms for the most part. I mean, some people are like, you know, have different ideas than the others. So you've got like, you know, this crazy guy over here who's throwing dynamite when everybody else is like, what are you doing, crazy guy? (laughs) But like, like still everybody had the same goal in mind, right? And they weren't competing with each other or anything like that. It's not
1: not like anybody was like helping the worms.
0: Yeah. But in this game, we're all competing to fight the worms better than the other people. And really not even that, like to collect their eggs and give them to the people of the town. Yeah. Because you're collecting eggs and dropping them off at the police station. Or the motel. Or the motel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know what they're – there's, like, maybe Tremor omelets they serve in the morning or there's something an, like
1: that. An underground economy and in
0: It could be a tourist economy, eggs. right? Yeah. Like, people going through the hotel, they want to eat those sandworm eggs. They're willing <laughs> yeah. to pay big money. Uh, but, yeah. It's funny. You,
1: and sometimes you end up, like, do actually, we're, like, working with the worms against other people because you, like – you yeah. want them to
0: show up right. in other
1: people's faces. So you can that they you die. can direct
0: the worms in certain <laughs> ways. Because like in the movies, right, like they would make noise to try to like you know direct the worms away from certain areas or to other areas. And you kinda do that, and you're trying to direct them towards other people so that they will attack those attack your, your enemies or whatever, right? But then it you know that you could potentially fight the worm and get points for that though. You know, we, we saw that happen at least once, I think, in that game, right? Yeah. Um and and then the other thing is that when one person loses all of their characters that triggers the end game and the other characters right. have so like you you i don't know like you could accidentally end the game early before you're prepared to win right yeah. if you weren't planning ahead enough in this game
1: yeah. um so anyway so that's an overview of the game and we'll tell you more about what we think about it later on but uh uh but yeah so that was the first game we played in the in the hot games room from the hot games table Yeah. Uh, And what was the other? Oh yeah, Villainous.
0: Villainous, the Disney game uh, where everybody plays a different Disney villain and is trying to basically like fulfill a very specific goal specific to that particular villain. Everybody wins the game in a different way. So there's a little bit of asymmetry to the game, at least in terms of the goals. Uh, The mechanics are rather similar, but you know, each villain has their own deck that they play, Uh, both a like sort of like a dark colored deck and a light colored. It's like a white colored deck and the black or dark colored deck is kind of like the cards you're playing to help yourself. And then your, your opponents can play cards from your white deck against against you. Yeah. And those are like, those all represent sort of like the typical, protagonists in the Disney films. So, like, I was playing Flounder from The Little Mermaid against you. I was
1: playing Ursula.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he was one of the heroes or whatever that would, like, gum (laughs) up your works. Flounder,
1: Sebastian. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so you're playing these crazy heroes that, in some cases, don't at all seem very heroic. um, But for (laughs) some reason, yeah. But you're supposed to fight back against the forces of Flounder and Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, it's an action selection game. Uh yeah. everybody has like a, a board in front of them that has what was it, five spaces? Uh, five or six, right? Five or, I think it's five. Is maybe. it five? It might be four. I don't remember, but no, like, each one has like, you know, four actions that you can take when you select that space. So it works kind of similarly to me, honestly, sort of like Scythe, like right? Scythe, yeah, yeah, that's I thought Where about there, that too. There's like a limited amount of things to choose from, but they all do like multiple things, right? Uh, right. And then those things can be diminished in, in with several mechanics, right? One of which is that when you play uh, a hero card on somebody's board, it gums up the works. It like covers up two of the actions that any one of those spaces can can fulfill right yeah so you're kind of uh you're kind of like gimping your opponents when you play those things against them and they can do less with their turns then right yeah um but everybody's using their decks to try to fulfill whatever their their objective is so like mine was trying to put a curse on every location as maleficent right um and phil was trying to he was the queen of hearts the queen
1: of hearts from Alice in wonderland and his goal was to essentially play a winning round of croquet
0: yeah uh
1: by lining up his card minions to become wickets and then try and like knock a, a ball through them, yeah. Uh, and then I, as Ursula, I was supposed to collect like Triton's trident and his crown or something like that, yeah. Um, which I didn't even get halfway to, like it was, just... <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so we played that game from last year, it came out last summer, um, and this is the first chance that we've gotten to play it, um
0: yeah i think we should talk a little bit about like you know we, we can go into like deeper dives on these games if we feel like later right but i feel like we should at least say like well, was it a positive like... experience negative experience right so like when we're talking about um t- terror below right how do you feel like that was <laughs> not terrible terror yeah Terror-o-o. terror below <laughs> when we were playing that game was it a positive experience was it a negative experience let's give them a little taste uh, I mean, whether it was it's good kind or a
1: neutral experience for me it yeah like, okay I see, when we started
0: playing the game, I was like, This is kinda of fun. I'm having a decent time and it overstayed its welcome. And yeah, then by yeah. like the end I was like, I really want to end this game any way I can. And I accidentally bombed myself. But, but... it
1: ended up working out for the best for yeah, this, so. Yeah.
0: so moving back into the realm of villainous, what was your what was your what was your overall impression there? Was it more positive, more negative, more neutral?
1: Uh, I, it's hard to say at this point. I I, I think it's I hesitate to say, like, I didn't like the game, but I feel like – because I feel like it could be fun with maybe, like, the right uh, group of people or or, or, or like, if you're a particular type of gamer or a particular uh, person that particularly likes Disney-themed things, like, it could be a really good game for you. Uh, it just – it wasn't engaging enough for me. I
0: yeah, think. I was going to say that I think that it's a fine game. But yeah. it's not quite what I want personally. Right. It's like not my taste. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like maybe a little too, mm, a little too gateway. I don't know what else to say a here. Little but bit.
1: I mean, some. It's not quite gateway though, because it's, it's sort it's, of randomized.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe part of it's probably the theme for me. Like, the, like the Disney villain theme doesn't do anything oh, for me. Like, for in fact, me. it's like kind it. of a turnoff for me. <laughs> um, but, but you
1: snatched up Maleficent, man
0: yeah well, I mean she turns into a dragon, so she seemed like the obvious choice right. Um, but yeah, so like, it, I don't think it's for me, but it did seem like a decent game. Like it seemed like there was a decent game design there and it seemed like it would be a really good choice for like people that want to get into euro gaming or you know like designer modern board games without getting too deep into the into the deep end of the pool right yeah. like kind of like a little easier transition into that and also if you're into Disney stuff then I, I imagine yeah. then it's like really really entertaining because like
1: getting into gaming with with like a familiar theme.
0: Yeah. As opposed to, like, yeah. you
1: know, here's a right. post-Roman. Like, like when I was getting into the hobby and, like, I
0: found, you know, like, a Marvel Heroes game. And I was like, well, this is something I've got to yeah. have. And, you know, the, the excitement of having a theme that you're excited about can really carry you through some mechanics that maybe otherwise are a little intimidating yeah. at first.
1: So instead of, like, brutal farming, there's a callback for you. Yep. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> instead of brutal farming, you get, like, you know, Disney villains. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then uh, when we got back to our, our room here. We just played our first game of a little game that was released by Mondo Games, and I guess it's actually Mondo T-shirts or whatever, they're the people that do like records and T-shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so Mondo worked with Restoration Games, the people that made Fireball Island, uh, the new one, and they created a game called Unmatched, which is basically sort of like a one-on-one or two-on-two skirmish game that uses miniatures and card-driven combat, and we played Bigfoot and Bruce Lee. So we had a big old fight in Sherwood Forest between Bruce Lee and Bigfoot. Is that, I didn't know that was That's the That's where we were. Came out of the Bigfoot versus uh, uh, Robin Hood, Robin Hood uh, set. And yeah, so I chose Bruce Lee. You chose Bigfoot. Yep. And we went at it. Um, what would you think?
1: It was kind of fun i mean it was yeah it's it's not a deep game by any means no Uh, not super it's really kind of easy to play and it's it's quick quick yeah it's just kind of fun it
0: it would be like a really good filler game or like i said after we were done i was like man that would have been the perfect game to have when we were just waiting for the doors to open this morning at like 8 a.m
1: essentially we were both playing like melee characters so what we would do is just run up to each other and punch each other and then like run away run away yeah (laughs) He just did that until he, uh, one of us fell down first. Yeah, and it was a pretty close game. Like
0: it seemed like fairly well balanced. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty cool, there's some pretty cool little combos you can do with the cards and everything. Like Bruce Lee had this sort of nice rhythm to him where he felt different than Bigfoot. But he had lots of smaller hits, but he could then chain together like more actions. Like he had lots of cards that gave him extra actions because the idea there is that he's very swift, right? Very quick fighter. Yeah. And then Bigfoot would like you know swing a log and just hit real hard when he hits at all. And then right? run away. Yeah, and then run away and get you know uh, because he likes he's shy or whatever. Like, like he gets extra cards, um, so I felt like it did a, a fairly good job for a lighter game um, using card-driven combat of emulating what those characters might be like in a fight, right? Yeah, sure. Um, and it was pretty satisfying, pretty fun, uh, very quick. I think it kind of like hit all the notes that it needed to hit to be satisfying for uh, the type of game that it is, especially at the price point. You know, like the yeah. the, the the Bruce Lee expansion. Buying one character obviously is always going to be like a little bit of a premium. It was fifteen bucks, but like the um the the two-person thing that comes with the board, right? That was 25 I think. That's so, really yeah, awesome. I mean, like, you can get this game up and going for 25 bucks with two characters. They also have a four-character pack that's, like, their sort of, like, main pack or whatever. And I think yeah. that one retails for 40 So I feel like those are relatively decent values given the, the production value in there. And yeah. I think the game's pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So all in all, uh, a, a fairly successful first day of Gen Con. <laughs> uh, the day zero of Gen Con, not quite so successful, <laughs> seeing as how Jason got stranded in New York and had to then drive I got stranded three hours in.
1: from my house. Yeah. (laughs)
0: hopefully day two goes even better than than the last one we uh did manage to get our hands on a couple of games um jason what'd you get
1: i got uh era medieval age and ishtar
0: yep and i managed to grab a copy of Cloudspire. i got that unmatched game and i just happened to also run across street masters which is a game i haven't mentioned on here but it's a game that i've been really 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 interested in and really really re- excited to get my hands on didn't think that it was going to be here because it's been out of print and they've been saying that it's out of stock on their website but i managed to grab a copy and i am really excited to dig into that and try that out later as well and,
1: uh, yeah and we have a bunch of demos lined up uh tomorrow
0: yeah most of our content is going to be coming out in the next two days so, yeah, so we've got a lot of games lined up a lot of stuff to take a look at so uh, a couple press appointments and then some events that we sign up for as well so, yep. yep. So we'll have some more stuff to talk about uh, through the rest of the weekend. So that's going to be it for tonight. Thanks for listening to day one of our Gen Con extravaganza, and we will see you in another day. All right. Later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.